You are Locked On Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. On a President's Day Monday, February 15th, and a Tuesday, February 16th, it is another week of Locked On Lions. Welcome, everybody, on the Locked On Podcast Network. Matt Derry with you on this snowy Monday and a Tuesday. Boy, everybody be safe out there. The snow is coming. We got a first sort of a hit this morning, but I guess at uh, like 6 o'clock tonight into about noon tomorrow, it's going to get pretty messy out there, but uh, maybe 5 to 8 inches of snow, but... Hey, we live in Michigan, so who's complaining, right? We love it here. But welcome into the program. Thank you for listening today. Another week of Locked On Lions. Folks, we're like a month away from NFL free agency. Uh, Mike O'Hara from DetroitLions.com had an interesting comment uh, over the weekend on 97 won the ticket. I want to uh, talk about what Mike said about the Lions' approach to free agency. Plus, how much money do the Lions really have to spend right now? It's not that much. The Lions have some work to do with their roster in order to be able to spend money in free agency. We'll talk about that. I also have a list of three Rams, three former Rams, that I think the Lions might take a look at in free agency because of their ties to Brad Holmes. We'll talk about that. And Jim Caldwell speaks on Matthew Stafford. All of that coming up today on this Monday edition of Locked on Lions. We thank you for listening, everybody. Uh, find us on Twitter, of course, at Derry Speaks, D-E-R-Y Speaks on Twitter, and at Locked on Lions, and also the Matt Derry Facebook fan page. Uh, kind of a, a downtime. You rarely get a lot of downtime when you talk about the NFL and you talk about you know free agency, the draft, trades, preseason, uh, all those things that come into play, the regular season, uh, you know, the, the playoffs go into February and the Super Bowl and everything else. But right now, we have a little bit of a down period before we get to free agency. And, you know, Mike O'Hara, who has covered the Lions for a very long time, uh, first at the Detroit News and then at DetroitLions.com. He was on the air this weekend on 97 on the ticket as a guest. I don't know if he was interviewed by Rieger or Jim Costa. Uh, by the way, great job by the ticket to get Jim Costa there. Jim's a great kid and uh, just a fresh voice in town. Way too many uh, stale voices um, in this market. So great to see Jim get a chance. Uh, I'm not sure if it was with Pat or Rieger or um, uh, Jim or who or Leach this weekend. Um, not sure, you know, what's what the story is there. Um you know, with, with all of that, but uh, who he was on the air with, I should say. But anyway, O'Hara was asked about free agency, and he said he thinks the Lions are going to make a series of small moves, but really now is not the time in free agency for them to try to make any kind of big splash. And you look at it and you go, what do the Lions want to be doing under general manager Brad Holmes, John Dorsey, Ray Agnew in that front office, and of course, new head coach Dan Campbell? Pretty simple. They're going to want to build through the draft. They're starting over. But also, and I didn't realize this, and I went to overthecap.com. And based on if the salary cap is going to be at what they estimate around $180 million, the Detroit Lions only have $6 million right now of effective cap space to use. 
right? Panthers, 49ers, Cardinals, Ravens, Cowboys, Bucks, Browns, Chargers, Dolphins, Broncos, Bengals, Washington, Patriots, Jets, Colts, and Jaguars all have more money to spend. Jacksonville has $77 million of cap space. Indianapolis has $69 million of cap space. Of course, they just freed up $25 million with Phillip Rivers um, leaving. The Jets, 68, Patriots, 62, and it goes on and on. The Lions sit right now at $6.2 million. So, again, the Lions are going to make some moves. They're going to release some players. They're going to rework some contracts. Um, you know, will Kenny Galladay be back is a big question. Uh, and what do they do with him? And do they franchise tag him, et cetera? So we'll, we'll see where all of this sort of goes for the Lions. Um, you know, I, to me, it's simple. I think the free agents that the Lions are going to go after are going to be, and I agree with Mike, could be some bargain basement guys, could be some small, you know, unknown guys, some guys coming off of injuries. You know, first guy that comes off uh, to mind to me is like a guy like Malik Hooker, who played for the Colts, was a top five draft pick years ago, never panned out, and now he's in the open market and needed a change of scenery and was always injured as a safety. That's the kind of guy that maybe the Lions could look at and give a flyer to. But there are three L.A. Ram free agents that I think the Lions need to look at. I don't necessarily think the Lions are going to get, but I definitely think that the Lions are going to need to take a, a strong look at. Um, you know, And everybody's talking about the one guy, so let's just throw this out there. But everybody's talking about John Johnson, the free safety, um, 25 years of age, who is an excellent, excellent football player. And Pro Football Focus, I believe, had John Johnson rated this past year as their third highest graded safety. Now, again, the Rams have no money to spend. If I go to the over-the-cap list real fast here, the Rams, uh, cap-wise, are in the red. The Rams are $26 million over the cap right now, based on their roster from a year ago. So John Johnson is likely going to be gone and going somewhere else. PFF ranked him the 23rd best uh, free agent, for the entire 2021 class and their third highest grade, grade safety last year. 25 years of age, a ball hawk. Um, you know, Duran Harmon is a free agent. Uh, you know, last year was the last year of his deal. Do the Lions bring him back or do they bring in somebody like Johnson who can really play? You know, really play. And he's a guy that, you know, can really get the job done. And I think that. You know, you look at his numbers, you look at what he did last year. Um, he just kind of he he kind of fits what the Lions are looking for. He's got good size, he's got some speed, and and you know, that would be a, a a slam dunk. The Lions need safeties. Now, some people say, well, wait a minute now. The Lions already have Will Harris and the Lions have Tracy Walker, and maybe just a change of scenery, change of scheme, new coaching staff, Aaron Glenn's scheme. Um you know, could could work. And the answer for me is I think Tracy Walker does need a new coaching. I don't hate his game overall. Will Harris, forget about it. He would be a guy that I would let walk. I I would I would be fine with Tracy Walker and either a draft pick or a free agent playing on that back end next year. I don't see the Lions bringing Deron Harmon back, nor do I think he's coming back. Um 
So, you know, to me, if you got John Johnson somehow and paired him next to Tracy Walker, I think that would be pretty cool. Uh, I got two other names for some former Rams that I want to throw at you. We will do that coming up next. First, betonline.ag, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing. BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. You can bet on anything at betonline.ag. Real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Bet online as you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's just it's free to sign up. Doesn't cost you anything. Go to the website betonline.ag. All right, use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit. All you gotta do is use the promo code Locked On. That's betonline.ag promo code Locked On to receive your fifty percent. Welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. All right, so there's two more Rams that I would love to see, or former Rams, or whatever you want to call them, that I would love to see the Lions go after uh, in free agency. And one I'm not sure they're going to be able to afford is Leonard Floyd. Uh, if you recall, Leonard Floyd played four years for the Bears. They let him walk. All right, he was completely, completely underwhelming and went to the Rams, and he had a huge year last year as an edge rusher at 28 years of age. Leonard Floyd had 10 and a half sacks, a career high, and had 55 tackles. Um, if the Lions go to this 3-4 system, he would kind of be an edge outside linebacker type um, and might just be affordable enough with the J.J. Watts of the world and others uh, available as edge rushers, uh, Shaq Barrett, he's going to be too expensive for the Lions. But Leonard Floyd is a guy that I think could fit with what the Lions are looking for. And again, former Ram and has familiarity with both Ray Agnew, the assistant GM, and Brad Holmes, the general manager. So 28 years of age, I'm a little concerned. I, I think Leonard Floyd would be great. But what could, does concern me is that he had a huge year last year in a free agent year. And because um, uh, he plays next to Aaron Donald. The Lions don't have anything like that. So that's something to keep an eye on, but that is somebody at kind of 28 years of age that the Lions could use. And look, they need any as much help on that defense as possible. It doesn't matter what the position is. And if they can't re-sign Romeo Aquara to go outside uh, opposite of Trey Flowers, and again, there's no guarantee Trey. Could, could you imagine the Lions getting rid of Trey Flowers and, and releasing him? Um, I don't know what that would do for the cap. It wouldn't be, uh, wouldn't help. But um, you look at some of the guys that I do think they'll free uh, that'll free up some money. I think Justin Coleman will be let go. That would free up some money. Um, you, know, I, you know, Desmond Trufant, his he's got he's got guaranteed money coming to him. I'm not so sure he's a guy that they're going to let let walk. You know, first guy that comes to mind for me uh, is definitely Coleman when it comes to freeing up some money. Along with the cap. I was thinking Halapulavati Vitae as well, possibly, but you know what? He signed a five-year deal, and Dan Campbell made it a point to say he really likes him, and he could be starting at right guard or right tackle next year. Uh, one other Ram to keep an eye on is Josh Reynolds, the wide receiver. Uh, Reynolds is another, you know, Ram, former Ram, and again, I know that, you know, it's easy to, uh, to uh, pinpoint these guys, but this is how it works. You know, this is this is how it goes. Uh, he was drafted by Brad Holmes 
fourth round back in 2017, never really broke out or had great years with uh, L.A. He's never missed a game. Um, Best season that he had was this past year, 52 catches, 618 yards, and two touchdowns. His second year in the league, he had a 29-catch, 402-yard season with five touchdowns. Pretty decent size, uh, 6'3", 196 from Texas A&M. Free agent. Not, I wouldn't think, somebody that's going to command a lot of money. You know, like we said, the Rams are not going to be bringing him back. Um, And has familiarity, again, with um, Brad Holmes and Ray Agnew. Occasional drop here and there from Josh Reynolds. He never really broke out. Good speed, but was kind of buried behind the group that was there in, in, in L.A. with Robert Woods and Cooper Cup and those guys. Um, but, you know, that's a name to watch. The Lions right now at wide receiver have under contract right now Jamal Agnew and Quintez Cephas. That's it. Amendola is going to be gone. Marvin Jones is going to be gone. And there's no guarantee Kenny Galladay is going to be back. Do the Lions franchise tag him at $19 million, or do they let him walk? Because they don't have a ton of money to spend. And maybe Brad Holmes and his people don't love Kenny Galladay. And if this is a complete re- uh, uh, teardown and rebuild, are you going to commit a lot of money to a wide receiver um, that some feel doesn't have the speed to deserve that kind of contract? I love Kenny Galladay. I think it would be a mistake to let him walk. But if they were going to allocate their funds elsewhere and let him uh, roll out in a free agency and go somewhere else, a name to watch is certainly Josh Reynolds. So John Johnson, Leonard Floyd, and Josh Reynolds are three Ram free agents that all fit what the Lions have in terms of need. Safety, edge, and wide receiver. So that that is um, that is something that the Lions, I think, will definitely look at. And, and people have pandered. We'll talk about other possible free agent targets. Um, but again, the Lions don't have a ton of money to spend right now as far as cap room goes. So it will be it'll be a tough task, but that's okay. This team needs to be built the right way through the draft. And keeping pieces here, like a Romeo Aquara and even a Kenny Galladay, uh, you know, in place. Um, and I also think the Lions are not, I also think they're not done trading. I think the Lions could be moving out of that seven spot in the first round and trading back. So that remains to be seen. Um, Jim Caldwell had some nice things to say about Matthew Stafford, and it it begs the question about whether or not we're too harsh on Stafford, and we don't know the inner workings of how much leadership Stafford provides. Uh, I want want you to take a listen to some of these quotes from Jim Caldwell, uh, which we will do um, coming up next. First, though, I want to tell you about Built Bar. It is the best-tasting protein bar ever, and it's not even close. I'm telling you, Built Bars are unbelievable. All right, I, I, I make the joke all the time about the wrappers and that I eat them every day, but I do. This new coconut brownie chunk one that they made available last week, and they'll bring it back, is absolutely fantastic. All of their bars are 100% covered in chocolate. They taste great. You got the cookies and cream, the caramel brownie, cherry barcia, uh, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, and apple almond crisp. Those are the six new flavors to go along with whatever, whatever else you like. Peanut butter, German chocolate, coconut. They're all good, and they're all there for you at BuiltBar.com. Soft, easy to chew, and they're great for the health-conscious guy. You're thinking to yourself, what are these, two, 300 calories a pop? No, not at all. 
I love the cookies and cream bar. I think it's the best one. 130 calories, that's it. Go to BuiltBar.com, use the promo code LOCKEDON, and you'll get 20% off your next order. That's promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. All right, so I'm not sure if anybody saw this uh, article recently <coughs> in the uh, free press. It's, it's making me cough. But um, the legendary Carlos Monterez, and, and I hate to even give him any, any, any credit, um, actually wrote in a column last week that Matthew Stafford, quote, never showed his desire for greatness. Never showed his desire for greatness, end quote. And look, I don't know why the Free Press uh, publishes some of his work. Uh, Carlos is a complete shit starter and a contrarian. Whatever the popular opinion is, he goes against it no matter what and doesn't have a ton of backing. Sometimes he's written some decent things, and I've told him that. Uh, But this is ridiculous. Matthew Stafford did not win here. You could make the argument that Matthew Stafford's 12 years here was a failure, and some of it is because of Matthew Stafford. But to say he didn't have the showed his desire for greatness, how does Carlos know? How do any of us know that? Showing your desire is something that the guys in the locker room, the players, the coaches, the equipment staff, the support team, all of them know. Not some guy that shows up once in a while from the free press as sort of the columnist for football and backup beat writer. Jim Caldwell talked to Deadspin.com this morning and said, Matthew is a great leader with an insatiable desire to win. The Rams are getting a great father, husband, an extraordinarily unselfish teammate who serves a community in which he lives and works. How about that? Chuck Modiano at Deadspin.com had a long talk with Jim Caldwell, who, of course, coached Matthew Stafford for years here in Detroit. Matthew Stafford had his best years under Jim Caldwell, 2014 through 2017, when he had a record of 36 and 28. Stafford's record with Jim Schwartz, 29 and 51. Matt Patricia, Daryl Bevel, 14, 25 and 1. He had his most uh, success under Jim Caldwell. (coughs) When asked by Deadspin to share his thoughts on Stafford, Caldwell praised Stafford's mental and physical toughness, intellectual prowess, and described Stafford's character and leadership as much as his abilities. Quote, Matthew is accountable in every way and displays extreme ownership, accepting responsibility for his mistakes, and deflects credit to his teammates and coaches in victory. He has an extremely strong arm, underestimated mobility, and he can deliver the ball accurately with velocity or touch from various platforms and angles. End quote. So again, nobody is going to say a bad word about him, his work ethic, his toughness. All right, so anybody that says he didn't show the desire to win, he didn't have enough leadership, things of that nature. No, Matthew Stafford didn't have enough big games when it mattered. But that has nothing to do with leadership or his will to win or his desire to win. I think that is ridiculous. Of course, Caldwell is going to say all the, all the right things. And now he's going to be put in a position, is Stafford, that he's never been put in before where he is going to work with a quarterback guru. He is going to work with a very good defense. Now, to say he's never, ever had a great defense is wrong 
because in 2014, the Lions were number two in the league in defense, had Sue and everything else. And then, of course, it crumbled. In that playoff game, Matthew Stafford didn't play well in quarters two through four. All right? Did not play well in quarters two through four. The Lions went up 14, nothing in that game. It looked like they were going to finally break the hex. They were going to beat the Cowboys in Dallas. There was the bad call in the Pettigrew play. But again, Stafford put up three points the last three quarters of that game. So he's not blameless. But for anybody to say, doesn't have the desire to win, can't be coached, um, didn't, you know, that's, that's all ridiculous. So you love the fact that the Lions did the right thing with him, traded him, but everybody's saying all the right things that played with him. Now it's on Stafford to just perform at the next level. He's not had a lot of chances at that. He's had some. Don't say none. He's had some. Look at 2013. Look at the end of the year and how poorly he played. Look at the three playoff games he played in. He did not play well. That doesn't mean he sucks. and It doesn't mean he doesn't have a desire to win. That's ridiculous. All right, that's Locked On Lions for this Monday into Tuesday right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. We'll do it all again tomorrow.